The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello! Welcome to the last episode of August. And it has been a great month listening to the best podcast, the most electrifying podcast in the history of podcasts around the world. Mexi My Matters. With your host, the most, the man with the plan. If he can't do it, no one else can. Mexican. Right here at the helm. Guiding you into September. His favorite month, you know why. And the beginning of the best season of the year, fall. This year, pumpkin season has come a week early. Glory be to God. So Maxie's on his way to get some pumpkin bagels. Deliciousness. Pumpkin cream cheese. I recommend it. Don't hate until you try it. Don't hate, don't discriminate. Don't knock it until you try it. Anywho, last episode of August. 2.45. August... Surpassed July in listeners Surpassed June in listeners It was a great month And I keep I, I check up on the stats on SoundCloud I'm not gonna lie I see the top countries That listen And Rocking it up the, the ladder Now in the top 10 Brazil, Mexico And Poland Family and friends are finally listening and I don't think I don't recognize the people that are listening, okay? Because I check on that too. At least on SoundCloud, it'll tell me, okay? Quasar, Chris, who is coming to the wedding? We'll talk about that here in a second. Climbing up the ranks as one of the most listeners. I, I see you. I see you. I got you. Yeah. But anyways, let us talk about the critical timeline and deadline that is upon us. Tomorrow is the last day of August. Today is the last episode of August. And even though we gave everybody a two-week extension, this is why you set deadlines. So, I will say this. I myself, I'm pretty rude and crude, I'm not going to lie. I've done some despicable things in my lifetime, some of which I could care less whether you like it or not, some of which yeah, I may not be so proud of now in my mature age. But everything that was done for a reason. But no matter how much people tell me makes you're an ass, you're an asshole, you're mean, you don't have empathy, you don't care about the rules, you don't care about anybody else, blah, 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 blah. I abide by my set of rules. And some of them are society set of rules. And 
with people on Facebook, and I remember back in the day, you used to have to respond to an event on Facebook with a yes, no, or maybe. It drove me nuts, and to this day, still drives me nuts, that people who clicked maybe was basically them saying, I'm not coming. Lying to people, saying, oh, I might come, I might not come. We all know you're not coming, just say no. But then they got rid of that, now it's interested, not interested, which is equally as dumb, because if you click interested, that basically means you're not going. And that's, and I never thought there would be that same kind of mentality in real life, like an actual invitation, in the invitation world. And the reason I bring this up is we, knowing that for my wedding, we have a lot of people coming from outside the country. That it takes time to send an invitation to, you know, places around the world. And sometimes it might be lost in the mail, so we have to check up on people. But that's why we gave a two-week extension. Because there were some people that did not get the invitation. Some of my family was in Mexico did not get the invitation. And I was going to Mexico, as you know, last couple weeks... So I was like, you know what? I'll, they'll just tell me then. Like, all I need to know is who's coming and what you're eating. That's basically the only thing you literally had to tell me on a piece of paper that was self-addressed already. Now, some people, like Lee and Connor's wedding that we're going to here soon, you could do it online. So at least online, you can also tell them as well as on paper. But if we're giving you the option of only on paper... Um, do something about it. Like, it is called an RSVP. And for those of you that are friends of mine that speak French, répondez s'il vous plaît, that's what RSVP actually stands for. So whether you're coming or not, you fill out the fucking piece of paper and you send it back, hey, I can't come. It's simple, logical science. Now, What drives me nuts is the time wasting and the time spent, money spent, and and these kind of lies. These are my top three pet peeves. They cross all different realms and all different things I do and I see. But when this this personal, it drives me even more mad. So do you think those RSVPs don't cost money? Oh yeah, they cost. Because I'm the one that paid for them. So me sending out pieces of paper for you to just keep there and, or, or lose and use maybe as a coaster because you're too poor to have a fucking coaster. It's a slap in my face. Number one. Number two, I will give props to Fuchik because he actually told me, hey, I'm not sure with the baby, you know, I'll let you know sooner. And now it's sooner, and he actually... Now, mind you, after a few WhatsApp messages from yours truly, finally said, I'm not coming. So out of all the people I'm mad about, I'm the least mad at him, because progressively, that's where it was going. But at the same time, your baby's doing July. You can't come... You can't spare one weekend. 
And here's the worst part is people think that I don't know things and I won't be able to find. You realize I work for a firm, right? LexisNexis and Westlaw and access to worldly searchable, skip traceable tools are at my disposal. Do you think I'm not going to realize even if you don't have social media, if you go biking that weekend? Aha. Same thing with Mr. Matt over there, The Edge. Literally should rename his nickname to The Blunt Force Drama because literally I'm done. Like, you can come to Hawaii twice in the last three years, but you can't come to Ohio. Oh, my parents pay for it. Huh. Interesting. What better things could you have to do? Oh, yes. You must be more depressed. Let's go back to a nice little nursing home where they take care of me and let you go out every other weekend. If I get one more email about your sad story, you be- you best believe I'm not pulling back any punches. Because I could care less about your sob story, especially knowing you take trips to Hawaii and you've been to Hawaii more times than I have in the last, I don't know, decade. And you can't even come to a wedding unless it's down the road from you in France. Oh, of course, Archer's wedding. Let's, let's just show up for that. The easiest one. Can't go to Poland even though flying is cheap. Or, I don't know, take a car. Drive it. Yeah. Don't get me started. I, I literally... Mm, I don't want to see another fucking email. And I still don't even get me started on you. If that due date is not the 13th or the 12th, or even I'll even give you the 11. Then yeah, you. I mean, I already unfriended the people that I don't want to talk to. I'm done. Same thing. Oh, let me waste my time and money coming to New York the first time, meet the first one, going to your wedding, helping out at your wedding, and then coming to see you again. For Adrian's wedding Only to be mistreated And put up in a Shitty hotel I I really don't want to hear it The whole Just to reaffirm I'm not coming Yeah I know You were the first one to make it very clear In April When the baby was going to be born Because you know You have the foresight And and worst but not least, oh yes, Mr. The Great Rum, Mr. Dollar Dollar Bills, who can't take PTO to go to a wedding. Again, social media. If I catch you somewhere else doing some kind of shots at a bar in Russia, done. Simple as that, done. Not that any of you care. Because what? We see each other once every couple years? Nobody's come here but two of you. Ironically, the two that are coming to the wedding, Chris and Benoit, are actually two who've never been here. 
So, but hey, Great Rum told me, I ain't coming to bachelor party unless it's Vegas. Well, it's Vegas. Time to step up or step off. Oh, that's right. You'd rather get off the toilet than take a deuce. Got it. Oh, but had everybody else not told me, I like how he snuck in his little message there. Oh, yeah, I can't go too because two people in my department got fired and, oh, my God, we can't take me to. You expect me to believe that in Europe, where you have countries like Sweden, Denmark, France, Germany, countries that allow 35-hour week, weeks. You know when the last time I worked 35 hours in a week? I don't think I've ever worked 35 hours in a week on a full-time job. Where countries give you paternity leave and maternity leave. You expect me to believe that you can't take one weekend of paid vacation or a week. Sorry, not a weekend, but take the Friday off and the Monday off. You got to take two to 16 hours of paid time off when you knew about this wedding last December. Hell, all of you knew. Oh, because we had the option. We almost got married in Vegas last December on the whim. And I invited everybody last September to come to that three months in advance to come to that because I wanted my grooms and my best friends and men there. All of you said, oh, no, it's too soon. I can't, can't make it. No, 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 no. I can't take the time off. Oh, okay. So then in December, when we told you it was in October, a, almost a full year ahead of schedule. Back then, you could have said something. At, the, at Adrian's wedding, all could have said something. But you were all like, well, maybe, I know, it's going to be kind of rough. Man. Just say you're not coming. Send the RSVP of giant no. So I'm not here walking around my dick in my hand waiting to see what the fuck's going to happen. But again, if this is how the creator, the leader of the DX is treated at his own fucking wedding, where I come any special event, you list a special event. Oh, Chris's wedding? Guess who was there? Guess who flew the furthest away? Oh, Altro's wedding. And once again, guess who flew the furthest away? Oh, Food Chick's wedding. Guess who flew the furthest away? Time and money set aside and sacrificed because you guys mean that much to me. But apparently... It doesn't go both ways. So that's why, consider as of this moment, the death of DX. Because there is no DX. I am tired of holding this group together by threads. From a place that is further away than anybody else. And on top of that, if it weren't for the fact that Facebook went global, DX could have been dead years ago. But no. So I'm tired of carrying everything. And I appreciate the two, Chris and Benoit, who are coming to the wedding. Actually making the effort. But when I have six of you and only two of you are showing up, that is sad. 
But it's okay. I'm used to being disappointed. It's not the first time somebody close to me has shown. And it's a story of my life. People have always shown they don't care about me as much as I care about them. Case in point. Paulie disappeared. Not the Australian football Paulie. My own Paulie with a P-A-U-L-Y. Just out of the blue, move to Texas, stop talking. Gregoire. Oh, yes. Upset because I voted for Trump. I haven't heard from him in decades. Supposed to go to WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. Guess who went to WrestleMania and who else did not? Would love to have him at the wedding. Won't even answer his phone. Has me blocked on social media. Well, guess what? This is what it is. And family members as well. I got family members, especially from my dad's side. Aunt Beatrice, Yolanda, her daughter, my cousin, Nayeli, and her kid. Oh, yeah, let's spend fortunes on nonsense for a birthday party. But we can't plan accordingly. You knew last December when the wedding was. You got to save the dates. I don't understand how you can't plan and financially work it out to do both. We don't need to go all out and have a thriller auntie's dance party when you can't even make it to your favorite nephew's wedding. And it's sad because it's the lies. It's the lies. Until you're just like, oh, I help pay. I pay for two apartments. I help pay for the for the quinceanera. And then the other person says, well, I spend money on the quinceanera. I'm sorry. So all three of you spend your life savings on the quinceanera. None of you have credit cards to fly. And trust me, I'm doing research on flying to Mexico. It's maybe 500 bucks round trip. And that's just me. Like, it's literally how rude... And this is where this all started. How rude do you have to be to lie to my face trying to see if you're making an effort to come? How rude do you have to be to just basically not respond with a no and just send a message at the last minute? Or just not respond at all because Tara's got a few where, oh, yeah, we'll make it. Her One of her friend bartenders moved to Kansas and was like, oh, yeah, no, we'll still make it. Oh, yeah. Where's the RSVP? And when she texts them and says, hey, where's the RSVP? They don't answer. They just ghost her. So, like that is completely uncalled for. I'm rude. No. I at least have the social etiquette to tell you I'm not coming. To your nonsense. Case in point. Jordan asked me. Hey. Are you guys coming to our shindig uh, at our house? And I said. Look. We have a lot of things to do. I already told Kato to tell you. And he was like. Well. I mean. You guys can still swim back. I'm like. I don't know. It depends on if we get done quickly with stuff. Don't put us down as coming. Alright. Well. Put you down as tentative. Okay. But again. It all depends if we get done sooner. If we don't, we're not, we won't be able to make it. Like, that's just, that's how you word it. It is sad to the point where I had to use backup groomsmen to make my eight because my standard eight 
four of them are not coming. At least Doug told me, it was like, hey, I can't take the week off to go to a bachelor party, but I'll be, definitely be there the wedding. It's an honor to be your, 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 your groomsman. Great. That's all I need to hear. It's it's ridiculous. Family members. Friends for years. Oh, no. Let's just toss all that aside because you are too rude to respond to a damn letter. We're in a timely manner, mind you. So those who haven't responded, today is your last chance. Those who've said, oh, yeah, yes, I'll be there. I'm not wasting $100 a plate just for you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll be there on Facebook. So you better tell me, come to me correct today when I ask you, are you legit going to be there or not? If not, we're not wasting a fucking plate. And if you show up after the fact and you didn't send an RSVP and you're not on the list, that's what Miles is for. Adios, Pepe. It's ridiculous. Don't ask me to hang out if I can't even get you at my important date. My most important, arguably the most important date to be there. Oh, but you want me to be at your, the birth of your son. You want me to be at your, you proposing to your fiance. You want me to be at your wedding, your other wedding, your third wedding. Oh, but you can't come to my one wedding. Unlike some people, I, I think, despite of how big of an asshole I am, I'm only getting married once. And you don't want to be there. Don't ask me to come to uh, your, your wedding your future wedding, somebody else's birthday party. No, I could give two shits. You treat me the same way I treat you, great. I have no problem going to Poland and see Chris. I have no problem going and visiting Benoit. Because I actually, if anybody had issues getting to the U.S., those two... Would have been, I don't know, if I had to guess somebody not to go, they they were up there. I'm not going to lie. One that has a family of two, you know, money's tight in Europe. I know how it is. But that's why I'm, I gave you so much notice. So much fucking notice. Ridiculous. But hey. With that being said, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Hand and Stone Massage. Use the promo code MEXI. MEXI's using it here later today for a massage. Save on your sweetest massage or your membership. Hand and Stone Massage, a proud sponsor of the Makes My Matters podcast. And hit up Super Studios 253. If you're in the area, use the same promo code MEXI. Sign up for those classes. Learn to be a better runner. Learn to just be super. Super Studios 253, a proud sponsor of the Mix My Matters podcast. And American National. Call, vote for my man, Ramo. Give him a buzz. Have him hook you up with all the coverage you need, especially this Labor Day weekend coming up. We definitely do not want any more ACDAs, any uh, uninsured motorists hitting other people. 
and Stone, Super Series 253, and also American National. Proud sponsors of the Mexican My Minus podcast. Now, <clears throat> speaking of wasting my time and lying, I gotta, I, I mean, I'm on a roll. I gotta do it, okay? At work, in sports, everywhere I learn, I turn, people are doing the same nonsense. Apparently, Kobe Bryant, and you know how much I love Kobe, went on the record and said, if Shaq had stayed into shape, he would have been the GOAT, and we would have won 12 titles together. Oh! Let this be known. The beef between Kobe and Shaq was real, and it literally tore the Lakers apart. But Kobe's no saint. I will give you this, Kobe. That may well, very well be true. If Shaq had stayed in shape at a decent 300 or under, that's pounds for those who don't know. Yeah, I can see 12 rings. But with an addendum, you would have had to sacrifice More for the team. Because here's the thing. Kobe proved he can win without Shaq. More than Shaq can win without Kobe. Because Shaq thought he was a big shit. And then just stopped losing. Uh, stopped you know, working out. He went to the Heat. Won one more. Oh yeah, I'm the big shit. Try to go to Phoenix. Try to go to Boston. Try to go to Cleveland with LeBron. Bring a ring to the king. No. You're not that special, Shaq, especially at 400 pounds and older. Had he not had an ego and had he kept himself in shape, they would have won a ring with Orlando. Him and Tim Hardaway. Was it Penny Hardaway? One of the Hardaways. Anyways, they would have won one in Orlando. The only team to beat Michael in the playoffs. And he was, he, right now, I would say he's the most dominant center we had. Or at least up there in the conversation. But yeah, if he had stayed in shape, I agree. They'll go. And yeah, 12 rings. Kobe, now I will say this. People who are saying, well, Kobe, they want to be Robin to his Batman. It's not just about that. Because to me, it was never, I never saw both of them. As Batman and Robin I saw him as two Batmans The issue Or like the Avengers Captain America and Iron Man The issue is Everybody in the media Was giving Shaq Too much credit And not enough to Kobe Of the three MVPs Shaq won He should have gotten Maybe two One should have Definitely gone to Kobe And when Kobe got better As a better shooter And then they brought Pal Gasol And Bynum those two knew, okay, let's, let's, hey, we're here to help out Kobe. Shaq was not like that. So, yeah, Shaq would have had to stay in shape, lose weight, but he, both of them would have had to sacrifice Kobe more because Kobe, say what you will, I love you, man, but when you took that extension, that broke my heart because I was expecting you to do, I always saw Kobe as somebody like me. I would much rather, you know, there's only two people I could guarantee would have sacrificed and allowed that to happen 
with that talent. One would have been me. And the other one would have been Robert Ory. Oh, because Robert Ory would have stuck around. He would have not gone to San Antonio. Oh, yeah, he would have had 12 rings, too. Well, on top of the two, he got to Houston. So he would actually have 14 rings. Yeah. Because, believe you me, all that tension between the two, if Big Shot Rob doesn't hit that three against the Kings, nobody's getting a three-peat. So... Powell and Bynum. Kobe just needed another dominant center. He didn't need to be that dominant. He just needed another dominant center. But if Shaq was going to be the dominant force in shape, then Kobe at some point had to do what D-Wade did with LeBron. Be like, all right, I'll let you have the media glory, but we all know it's my team. And that's why LeBron left for Cleveland again. Kobe would have would have had to do that. And Kobe, if Shaq was hurting or whatever, then he's going to take it over for 60-point games. Because when Kobe had decent help, he never posted 60 points. If you notice throughout his career, the times he posted 60 points or more is when he had shitty backups on the team. 04-07, that was when he had the 81 points against Toronto. Because he basically said, why would I have to pass the ball if my teammates suck, suck at putting it in the basket? And everybody gave him shit about not passing the ball. He's a fucking shooting guard. Yeah, he came into the league as a point guard. But he's not going to pass the ball to people who don't know how to fucking shoot. And if you're not giving him help, he's going to ask for a trade. Which is what he did. Oh, enter Paul Gasol, two more rings. So Kobe, I hear you. But you would have had to sacrifice. That's my addendum. You would have had to sacrifice. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Don't lie to my face. Like, that's just... No. Every day and I see that work. Wasting my time and money. I literally got so pissed yesterday because everybody tells me, oh yeah... We're doing this better. We're doing this better. Oh, yeah. The system works. Blah, 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 blah. No. We're signing up people who are already a client. Obviously, the call center is not going to know that. Schedule someone out. I meet with the broad, and I'm like, we already represent you for the first accident, don't we? Yes. Okay. Well, what happened here? Why did you go to the hospital? Uh, 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 yeah, uh, because I'm not really hurt. Let me see the car. Oh, there's no damage to the fucking car? And wait, you're 10, a 12-day gap? Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't go anywhere. Nobody's really hurt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we represent you for your first accident. You, you didn't have insurance then. Do you have insurance now? Well, we got liability only with Liberty Mutual. I mean, not Liberty Mutual, uh, the, the, the general. Oh, great. Yeah, that's not going to cover if he doesn't have insurance. Let's call this mofo. Because I'm, I'm so glad when that call came in, I at least had the nuisance the nuance, sorry, not the nuisance, the, the matter of fact, because I already knew the name, all I needed was when was the accident, date, alright, let me pull up this police report, guy have safe auto, oh, we all know motherfuckers with safe auto, they're either not carrying insurance or they bear, have the bare minimum, call the, the payment line, guess what, nothing with that date of, date of birth, 
And then when I met with her, I called them again. Phone number, date of birth, not in the system. That means he either had safe auto and it got canceled or it expired and he doesn't have insurance. Yeah, guess what, bitch? We're not taking your fucking case. And on top of that, even if we had a case, we can't guarantee the chiropractor is going to get paid because of the 12-day gap. No insurance is going to fucking cover that. Not even the general. And on top of that, Geico, for your first accident, will know about your second accident. And they're going to try and not give you limits. Because you're technically still trading for that one, aren't you? Yeah, 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 I am. Yeah. All these things our intake department doesn't know. And Mr. Ethan likes to tell us the, the crew of one. The only guy who we have who actually his sole job is to go sign up people. Can't even do all of them in one day. Oh, but he has the gall to tell us, oh, he's the head of the intake department. No, motherfucker. The call center has nothing to do with you and you're one person. Yesterday, I had to go on an intake. And I had to go interpret for my French client. And on my way back, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm pissed. So I come back, and there's like five new files on my desk. A family of three gets into an accident in fucking Virginia. And you, and there, here's the worst part. It's a postal truck. It's a USPS postal truck. You expect them to believe that USPS postal truck T-boned your trailer and you were in the pickup and you were hurt? No. You went to the yard? Great. Oh, I'm sorry. You waited to get home to Ohio from Virginia, then went to the ER. Oh, and now you might go see your PCP, your primary care. No, get the fuck out of there. Don't lie to my face. You can lie to Ethan, but then Ethan will turn around and lie to my face telling me this is a good case. No, it is not. The only person who has a decent case is the minor <coughs> who actually got squatted to the ER in Virginia. But even then, we apparently no longer take minor cases. So why the fuck do we have minors? That's what I'm telling Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Don't lie to my face. I'm tired of wasting my time to do things where you're just going to lie to me and, 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 oh, yeah, you wasted your time. Oh, yeah, this is a shitty case. Let's get off of it. <clears throat> I have the most cases. I should not be getting 20 more because we're si- we, we have to sign up a Virginia case. We're not taking that to court. God damn. This, but this is what I have to deal with on a daily basis. So you best believe you mofos better come correct when I tell you to make sure everything's done correctly. Now, with that being said, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. Rate, 
subscribe, review the podcast, all the episodes on iTunes and, and SoundCloud. And as always, remember, where there's a Mexican, there's a motherfucking way. Till next time.